This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How you doing today? We welcome back Anna Kelly for our Wednesday discussion. How you doing, Anna? I'm great. It's so good to be here. I hate when we miss. And last <laughs> week was a crazy week, so I'm excited to be back. Oh, the audience truly enjoys our conversations. And thank you for giving us time each week. We, we appreciate it here at One Rental at a Time. We got thank three you. exciting topics, three that I know you and I have a special um special place in our hearts for as we go in and help people going forward. So without further ado, let's talk about the first one. And that is the fact that, you know, how is financial freedom earned? Uh, People, I don't know, magic beans and pixie dust. And when in reality, (laughs) financial freedom is, it's a pretty straightforward path. I thought you and I would break, break it down and talk about our journey to it because people need to realize they have more power in their control than they think they do. in, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I I love that earned, right? It is earned. Unless you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and a lot of money and it was given to you, it is earned. And even if you're given something, like my kids were given a lot more than I was given, right? They still have to earn the right and and the ability to to manage what they're given, right? And so earning it is is such a key word because it's not easy, right? It's not super complicated, but it's not easy. It takes work and it takes consistent work and it'll never be a hundred percent passive. You've always got to be somewhat involved. And so yes, financial freedom isn't just uh, given to you. It's it's hard work and it's earned, but it's not that difficult. And you and I are living proof that it's possible. Yeah. And again, I I love this channel because I've been lucky enough to interview all different types. I I have high school dropouts. We have an expert on Tuesdays. I have uh, felons I've interviewed. I mean, again, as long as you really, for me, let's just go everything I've seen in people that have earned this path to financial freedom. There is a moment in time where they kind of assess where they are, right? Where am I? And again, that, that might, for me, it was a 30 year old uh, commission salesperson who made six figures, but spent six figures. I had a lifestyle that my monthly nut was over 15 grand a month because of where I chose to live in this world. And that was my baseline. And oh, by the way, I almost had no money, right? That's where I was at 30. I was like, okay, there's, there's always a day. It's like being at the trailhead, I guess, if we're going to use that analogy, you need to assess where you are. That's, that's for me where it starts because otherwise you're just bouncing around and you got a leaky boat or whatever it is. And you just, you just don't go anywhere. What do you think? hundred percent. You have to know exactly where you are and exactly where it is that you want to go. Otherwise you're going to be, you know, aimlessly driving your boat and having no idea and running out of gas, right? You can't just say, okay, let's go for it. You got to say, what is it that you really want? Because until you know what it is you really want and your financial goals, this is something I harp on all the time with people is people say, I want to get into real estate because I want to be wealthy and I want to have more money, but you can become a slave to the pursuit of just trying to get more money and buy the wrong kind of deals that don't get you where you want to go. It's like getting in the getting in a jet ski when you really need a boat, right? right. So it's like right. you have to know what are your financial goals? What are you trying to accomplish and by when? And then that helps you figure out 
Now, what is the path and the plan to get there that it's going to marry the opportunities out there for me to reach financial freedom with what my goals are, and then come up with a plan to make sure that you're you're laser focused on what you need to buy in order to get there so that you actually achieve the financial freedom and don't give up along the way because you chose the wrong vehicle to get there, right? Yeah. The other thing I want people to really realize, again, sitting at that trawhead, head, everybody I've interviewed has that moment in time. I was 30, some people it's 16, some people it's 50. It, it doesn't, don't judge that. But then you need to realize you're stepping up to probably for most of us, at least a 10 year journey, right? And just know that going in, right? This is not a 10 day, 10 week, 10 month thing. If you want financial freedom, you have to pay your dues or whatever it is and, and keep doing it. The other thing that I saw in, in my path is I had other people join my journey early in, in my career. And for whatever reason, they you know, spun off after five years. It's like, ah, enough of that. And then they changed, they bought a bigger house and more cars. And it's like, well, okay, well, that's what you want to do. You know, so, so again, it takes, it take, let's, let's tell people it takes 10 years. And if you get done in eight, congratulations. A hundred percent. And I think that is one of the things that causes people to drop out is because they, they are sold a bill of goods, right? We are, I like to say I'm the anti-guru. Sure. I will help you with what you need to do, but I'm not going to tell you that there's an easy button and that overnight you're going to become wealthy. Cause that's what I thought, even yeah. though I had financial acumen. I mean, I was in the financial sector and dealing with investments. I still, when I watched HGTV and all the flip this house shows, and they show you their profits that don't include holding costs or sales commissions um, or any kind of, you know, taxes on the sale. You think, wow, if I make 30 or 40 grand a year, I can flip a house or two and I'll be financially free in a year and just keep doing it. They don't tell you all the reasons that that's not sustainable and repeatable every single year, right? It is if you have a lot of hard work, but I got, I got disenchanted with flipping after the first failed flip that took me a year to, to offload and I lost money. Mm -hmm. And my husband said, we're never doing that again because we thought it was going to be easy and we found it to be really, really hard. So I gave up on flipping too easily and it took me a few years to go, okay, let's do it again. Right. So we have to understand this is a process. You're going to have failures. I look back now at my first failed flip and I am so thankful for it. It wasn't a failure. It was a success because it taught me a lot. And those things that I learned, the mistakes on a small scale helped me to have the grit and resilience to be able to do it on a bigger scale. Right. So know from the beginning that it's going to take a long time. And then you're just committed to every single day. I love the title of your book and your show, because it really is one rental at a time. If you think I got to be, I got to buy a hundred units and I got to buy it in a year to be financially free, or I failed, you're going to feel like a failure and you're going to give up. Mm -hmm. But if you say, I have a financial freedom number that I need to reach, and I need to buy X number of units to get there, making X number of dollars a month, right? Then you have a plan and you just every single day, you do something to execute your plan to add one more rental to the property, to the portfolio until you get there. And so you know that it's going to take time and you have that mindset in the beginning that, okay, I'm in for the long run and I'm in for the journey and I'm going to succeed, but it's going to take time. Yeah. And then the last thing I just want to bring up in this first topic is what really scares me. Uh, you know, this, this story, this journey, all of that. And some people are out there going, you know what, quit your day job, just go all in. 
Uh, I mean, sure, there are exceptions and it works. I get it. Uh, but folks, come on. Most of us, that's, you know, that's a step towards bankruptcy. That's a step towards divorce. It's a step towards financial ruin. I far more enjoy the conversation. No, bust your butt during the day, nine to five, nine to six, eight, whatever it is. And then have a side hustle, right? I didn't know it at the time when we both started our journey, it wasn't called a side hustle, but that's what it was, right? I was going to look for 20 minutes a day, every day, and I was going to go find the next deal. And sometimes it, sometimes there was months between purchases and sometimes they came, you know, close together. It's just do the work, be consistent, 10 year journey, know where you are. And God, banks like, banks like jobs, right? They want you to have a day job. Stop, you know, don't give up that 4% money and go get a you know hard money loan at 12 just because you quit your job. It's silly for most people. Absolutely. I, I agree completely. And I think the challenge, Michael, is there there are a lot of people that say it's just too small thinking. You know, if you say, <laughs> oh, you it's gonna take you time, well, you're thinking too small. Like you need to be able to cut ties with anything holding you back from that success, including your job. Mm. But they don't talk about the risk and the risk of doing that and, and the hardships that'll come along, right? They just want you to buy their course and, and quit your job so you can go all in. Yeah. The reality yeah. is for some people, it can be faster, yes, but you've got to look at what, what is your scenario, right? So, um, you know, my son, who has finally finished reading your book and is excited <laughs> about it, um, which we'll talk about that on another episode, but you know, he, he read it and he's like, okay, mama, I get it. Right. Cause, yeah. cause Michael's much smarter than mama um, <laughs> to, to my son, but you know, he, he gets that he can buy property and never have to go to work for an eight or nine or $10 an hour job. Right. But it would be easy for him to quit working because he doesn't have a family to support, right? <laughs> so yeah, a lot, you know, the younger you are when you start, the easier and faster it will be for you to develop financial freedom at your current living standard yeah. because you have not yet accumulated, you know, the big debt and the house and the kids and the cars and all of that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't quit my job and go all in because my husband was starting a new business. He had six-figure debt. If I had quit my job and gone all in, we would have been in financial collapse, right? Mm -hmm. My husband could have quit working because he had a he had a, a less lucrative job than I did, but it would have put him out of you know his his dreams of being a chiropractor. So yeah. everyone has a different um, level of financial need, mm -hmm. and everybody has a different family dynamic. For some people, you might be able to quit your job early because you have a spouse that can support you, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's wise for all of us to do it. So I tell all of my students, unless you are comfortable, you can meet all of your financial needs with your spouse's income, and you have at least six months to a year in savings, do not quit your job until you have replaced your income consistently with what you need in order to be able to live and survive. Yeah, I think there's a lot in that. I just want to echo, you know, if you're a high school student or a college student, you're coming out in, in, you know, with, with no or very little student debt and you're, and you can live on two grand a month. Yeah. You are on the path to financial freedom. You got to watch that number. Don't get cocky. Don't go by the BMW or anything like that. Yeah. You're, you're really, really close. Right. Um, you know, not many 17 year olds uh, are thinking that way, right. They have other priorities and um, that's kind of what gets you right. This rat race is real. It's seductive. It, yes. We've been trained to be consumers. Uh, but if you can adjust that mindset, and, and again, it doesn't matter when you have it. Whenever you're at that trailhead and you're looking at financial freedom or legacy wealth, whatever that top of the mountain is, 
when you have that moment, the path is there for you. But not many people want to sit in front of that trailhead because it looks pretty high. And, uh, you know, it's hot outside and I didn't bring any water. And yeah. So, but again, if you're willing to work for it, right, it is earned, as we talked about earlier. Um, the path is there and we both talk about it all the time. Yeah. And, and real estate, truly owning rental property. And there's lots of things about real estate. You know, you can, I'm not a huge advocate of flipping houses, even though I flip a few on occasion. Yeah. Right. And, and it did help me to flip a few and use the money that I made sure. to buy rentals. Right. But in terms of long-term financial freedom, it's all about having that mailbox money coming in consistent cash flow coming in and, and it just takes time. And again, if you just start out with, don't look at that mountain, look at, I'm going to take the next step. I'm going to bring my water and I'm just going to go. Yeah. It's not insurmountable. And we've talked about this before, but I've seen lots of different ways to make money, but most of them require that you have a lot of money to make money. Mm -hmm. Real estate truly takes people and, and easily can take people um, in a, in a non-complicated way, not, not in an easy way, but in a non-complicated way can take your average Joe who does not have any money starting out and can truly make you financially free and wealthy. Um, so there is no greater way to develop wealth than through real estate in our country. And it's been that way for generations. Absolutely. Folks, uh, pay attention to episode number three. We're going to dive into that statement specifically and talk about lots of little different pieces. So you're going to want to pay attention for that. Anna, thank you very much for episode one. It's a lot of fun. Sounds good.